are we? We're harmless phosphorescents. Hello. Hello, everyone. This is Throw Smiley, and I am a scared little girl who answers to a man in a chair. Who's joining me this week? Hi, Professor. I'm Josh Cece. No, you aren't. <laughs> I'm Brian Lesh, and it's so much easier to understand you guys when you're screaming. <laughs> the spark that gave the life universe. I am Alaric Weber. <laughs> and this is Harmless Phosphorescence. It's the podcast where we watch every theatrically released full-length live-action superhero movie ever made. We gather some research into the production and the source material, then we tell you all about it. This show is brought to you by our patrons. Patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. You can be a patron, too. Head to patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. We got a lot of bonus content there. We got Star Wars stuff and music stuff. Uh, we do monthly movies. This month, uh, we're doing Logan's Run. That's actually should be coming out within, like, the next week. Um, that's going to be original uh, Wolverine movie. Yes, that's right. The original one? It's an hour and a half of uh, Hugh Jackman <laughs> running. Just running. <laughs> Jack human. <laughs> Oh, God. This week, this week, though, on Harmless Phosphorescence, we are going to be watching Dark Phoenix. You think you can fix me? Jean, you are not broken. This is the end, beautiful friend. The mind is a fragile thing. It takes only the slightest tap to tip it in the wrong direction. This is the Charles, what did you do? I had to keep her stable. I protected her. From the truth? There's another word for that. From Bobulate. I came looking for answers. You feel like you don't belong here. You don't. I can't begin to comprehend what you are. She's changing. Into what? You didn't come here looking for answers. You came here looking for permission. Jean. She's all rage. Pain. And it's all coming out at once. Jean lost control. But she's still our friend. This is your fault, Charles. The world is on the brink. I'm sorry. I didn't stop it sooner. You're always sorry, Charles. And there's always a speech. And nobody cares. There's still hope. Don't do this. They're right to fear me. I've seen evil. I'm looking at it now. Uh, dark. I feel Phoenix. like a lot of those Fassbender lines were not in. Yeah. Yeah. The picture that the permission one. And I think that last one. Yeah. yeah. The, I've seen evil and I'm looking right. at it is a terrible line. Also, whoever wrote that is like 14 years old. Oh, well, <laughs> oh. we got, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, ride the snake. 
why not shine on Crazy Diamond right? or something that like makes sense? Why didn't we get the part of like, mother, I want to. <laughs> Yeah. Mother, I want to fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Here's a song about heroin overdose. Right. Childhood trauma. None of that made sense. That trailer is weird. No, it's just because it has the phrase, this is the end in it. That's the only They yeah, should have used the all. Beatles the end for, for that, you know? Like, right. damn. Oh, Are fucking. you going to be in my dreams tonight? Yeah. Sansa. <laughs> and the answer is not with that accent. Um, yeah, or maybe a, a, ball, a ballsy song by a female recording artist. Yeah. Something, yeah. But like for spirit animals, Jim Morrison. I am woman, hear me Yikes. roar. <laughs> hear me roar. <laughs> In numbers too big to ignore. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. So, Dark Phoenix. It was released June seventh, twenty nineteen. Had a running time of one hundred and thirteen minutes. It cost two hundred million dollars. And it made two hundred and fifty-two million dollars. So squeaker. Yeah, it did not do well. Well, and you know the 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 studio gets about a third of that. The rest goes to um, distributors and the uh, um, the theaters. Star so power. so they lost oh, money on that. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, this uh, movie, like I said, um, came out June seventh, twenty nineteen, which is less than a month after the last movie. Um, so even though it is time to play the box office top 10 game, we're going to be playing it a little different this time, guys. Um, this is the last <laughs> free COVID um, X-Men movie. The last, uh, I'm not counting new mutants in this. It's a very specific well, measurement. It's, a, it's the last one made before the Disney merger. It's the last yeah. pre I like the New Mutants better than this. I haven't seen Whole New lot. Mutants yet, honestly. So, oh, I what, liked it. What was the release date for this? The uh, June seventh, twenty nineteen. It came when out. Did the merger happen? It came out after the merger was announced, but before it actually went into effect. I don't have the date on the merger <laughs> on my notes. Um, so the merger was announced before this came out, though. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't. Which means it was in talks throughout production of this movie. Yeah, which which, which means is, that this movie was like shoved out, like just get it out. Quit. Yeah, we gotta do it before. Pushed it yeah. out the window without a parachute. Yeah. It felt that way. The best. Yeah. I, I, it feels like halfway through production they gave up on this movie. Yeah. And it feels like most of the main characters were doing a favor <laughs> yes. to us and the director. Oh. It's like, I, look, I'm here what? because I have they're fulfilling what? a contractual obligation. Yeah. When when Jennifer Lawrence dies, you can see the relief in her eyes that she will no longer have to play this week. Yeah. I am free yes. of these bonds. Uh, yeah, no shit. All right. So this is the box office top 10 game. Um, so we are going to do count down the top 10 X-Men movies by box office. Uh, we have we have to guess which one. Yeah, and again, are there ten? There are exactly ten because I'm Holy not counting because I'm not counting Deadpool. I'm not counting Deadpool. There are exactly ten. Wow, that's Ninja Turtle level franchise. Well, and if you included Deadpool, that'd be number one, right? Deadpool and Deadpool Two are the top two. Yes, <laughs> that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, but not counting the Deadpool's, uh, the top ten by gross. Um, 
starting with number 10. The movie we're talking about right now. (laughs) Dark Phoenix is the lowest. Dark Phoenix is the only movie that didn't cross $100 million domestic. It's like it made 65 in America. Nobody liked it. Yeah. It was bad. It is bad. It is. In every time frame. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In every multiverse, it is bad. (laughs) It was, it is, it will be. And this is following Apocalypse. The two of these, these are the two most iconic X-Men stories. Yeah. I know. And And we, we were all hoping that Dark Phoenix would redeem the Apocalypse movie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, it did not. Um, so at number nine, our protagonist visits an old friend in an exotic country. Ooh, exotic. That's bad. In a non-anglicized country. The Wolverine. The Wolverine. Yes, Al. Ooh, nice. The Wolverine. Um, Yeah. <laughs> like the wolf. <laughs> uh, at number eight. Um, whew, a guy puts together a team. <laughs> and X Men First Class. X Men First Class. Yes. Uh, at, Which we got a direct name drop in this movie. Yes, yeah. we were the first class. What is this? Some sort of Dark Phoenix? <laughs> Bob Dole don't need this. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. And we'll talk about the fact that this is set in fucking 1992. Okay. Well, I think either we all have a big question or I'm just that dumb, which is a possibility. But yeah, the time, I, I just, uh, so everything was just changed after Days of Future Past. I would appear That's so. That's what we're supposed to accept. I, I was running under the butterfly uh, ripple effect thing. Okay. Like, because we have seen the introduction of Jean Grey as a child yes. before. And that was oh. very and different something than this. happened to McAvoy and uh, Stuart to make them look so <laughs> weird, fleshy. They yeah. just look so weird. Yeah, he, he looked I, like Daddy Warbucks. Yes, he did. But, <laughs> al- but also... Uh, it, the the uh, Charles and Eric of the other universe have got to be real pissed because something happened to them in this universe where at 62 years old they look like James McAvoy and yeah, instead of Michael Patrick Paxton. Stewart and Ian McKellen. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Uh, number, I don't know, what are we on here? We're at number seven. Eight. Uh, seven. Eight, seven. Seven, yeah. Um, it's the 80s. <laughs> the go-go 80s. And an old <laughs> Egyptian dude shows up. See? That's, okay, so it was the 80s. Yeah, it sure was. Yeah. Apocalypse. Each one takes place in a different decade. A Surprisingly <laughs> small and short age of apocalypse. Yes. <laughs> the surprisingly short apocalypse. I don't know. How tall is he? Yeah, he's like 5'10". Well, <laughs> There is question about whether the MCU is going to go with the fact that Namor was always known as the first mutant. Mm. Um, although Ms. Marvel, they've already, you know, sort of said she's a mutant. But yeah, interesting. Did you? Oh, I don't. Ooh, I don't know if I should discuss 
the like non-published spoilers on air. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, so um, number six, a, a team gets a guy. <laughs> Wolverine uh, first, whatever it was called. No. No, no, no. Instead of a guy putting together a team, a team gets a guy. (laughs) They're already a team. They find a guy. X-Men? The first X-Men, yeah. (laughs) Oh. We got a guy. Everybody, (laughs) come quick. The other movies did this much better than... Well, that's uh, it's not adjusted for inflation. I think adjusted for inflation, the Uh, first X-Men would probably be a lot higher up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, At number five... (laughs) <laughs> they're brothers. They're happy and they're singing and they're mutants. <laughs> uh, a little Wayans, nineties Wayans uh, shout out there. Well, this is the one with all the colons in it. Is this the Wolverine origin? Uh, you killed my dad. Yeah, I'm your brother. You're Ex- my dad. Yeah, World War One. X Men Origins Wolverine. Bad CGI claws. Yeah, <laughs> bad a CGI Wolverine. Deadpool. Uh, metaphor for you. Yeah. Fuck that movie. And here's Liev Schreiber, totally wasted. Totally wasted. Playing Phenomenal actor. Yeah, playing a character that was played by a completely different person in the previous film. A professional wrestler. Number four. Um, as, uh, I, I mean, it's, I don't know. <laughs> The Magneto's the back, snake. back again. <laughs> Tell a friend. Look who's back. X two. X two. Yeah. <laughs> this time I'm not turning people into puddles. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. <laughs> wait until the UN is all water people. <laughs> the Just wait. The water. It's Colligan. Um. At number <laughs> number three. Um, he hurt himself today to see if he still feels. He focused on the pain. It's the only thing that's real. Logan. Logan. Logan, yeah. Uh, Logan's walk. <laughs> Logan's amble. Yeah. Uh, at number two. Uh, <laughs> 1.21 gigawatts. We're going back. Days of future path. <laughs> yes. Uh, Wait a minute. In 2022, the word gigawatt sounds kind almost racist. Like, <laughs> <Doesn't> it? <laughs> I'm always stumbling upon words that are not, but I'm like, mm, two G's. I'm going to stay away from that. Yeah. Uh, and at number one, the mo- the biggest grossing X-Men film. No. X3 is number one. Yeah. Unadjusted for inflation. Yeah. The domestic Last gross. stand. Last stand made, uh, t- what, 234 domestic. It was the biggest this, grossing X-Men film. This other feels than like Scooby Doo when they pull the mask off and it's like a right. normal dude. Yeah, that's surprising. Other than this movie, that's the one I dislike. Like, I don't want to watch it. Yeah, it's oh. a. And, and Apocalypse, and I'm hoping. Yeah. Apocalypse, I, I don't mind as much. But comparatively, I should say. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a shocker. Origins. There's a lot of these are bad. Half of them are arguably But bad. don't forget how bad X-Men 3 was. Don't oh. forget how Magneto made the Golden and, Gate Bridge and, and, move over a couple miles or a half. Uh, because uh, so that he could make... about chess? He did it one... Like 10 minutes? He 100% he moved that bridge so he could make the Charles loved to build bridges. Yep, bridges. He's like, I'm Gotta doing a bit, a guys. It's a bridge bit. <laughs> it's either that commitment. or kidnap Jeff Bridges. Because Lord knows there's no metal fucking boats in the harbor. <laughs> All right. That's our box office top 10. That brings us to our comic book and character background. Professor Weber, enlighten us. Yes. Hello. I Hi, am Al. Eric Weber. Hi, Al. Hello. <laughs> the spark that gave life to the universe. <laughs> Still itching at your brain. I love it. <laughs> the first time. Uh, <laughs> that was fun. Okay. Um, the, the Dark Phoenix Saga is a Marvel X-Men storyline. Brought to us by the creative team of Chris Claremont and John Byrne. Published in the Uncanny X-Men numbers 129 through 138, January to October 1980. Um, so, Jean Grey first appeared as the Phoenix back in October of 76, uh, drawn by Dave Cockrum. Returning from a mission in space, Jean Grey is exposed to the deadly radiation of a solar flare, briefly attaining her ultimate potential as a telepath and telekinetic. So like an actual solar flare. That's what they said, not, yeah. Not the Phoenix Force originally. No. That's interesting. You know, um, the, the Phoenix Force is really mostly just like racist dudes, <laughs> racist white dudes. The Phoenix Police Force. Oh, I see. Mm. The metropolitan city of Phoenix. Yeah. Mm. That, that, that's my joke. I'm uh, yeah. <laughs> You're not uh, wrong, but... Uh, Jean becomes a being of pure thought, then reforms herself on Earth with the new costume, identity, and power of the Phoenix. Pure thought. Where where, where are you getting your... Who, who described <laughs> it as pure thought? That's really interesting. Instead of a being of pure energy was what I would expect. Um, it the was the first uh, contested <laughs> uh, Wikipedia where I get Weird. all my information <laughs> or most of Cast. it anyway um, where, okay as Phoenix uh, Gene's mutant abilities are magnified to include matter manipulation on an atomic level their creation and manipulation of cosmic fire teleportation and immortality Immortality's last. <laughs> it's always last. It's always last. Uh, fast forward to 1980. Gene is seduced by the telepathic illusions of the supervillain named Mastermind of the Hellfire Club. She eventually accepts the illusions, believing her actual identity to be that of the Black Queen, Lady Grey. This mm. begins to break down the psychic barriers she had set up to keep her powers under control. A psychic duel between Mastermind and Cyclops, of all people, 
results in breaking Mastermind's psychic hold on Jean and shatters the final barriers on her power. It's Scott Over- just think of like baseball and sports I, cars. Like, what yeah, the I, Such um, a two-dimensional character. <laughs> like think about your grandma. Was Wait, he psychically shooting beams out of his eyes the whole time? Because <laughs> that's all he's got. One guy's called Mastermind, yeah. the other's Scott. <laughs> um, this overwhelms Jean, and she renames herself Dark Phoenix. It's all about the branding, really. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Yeah, Dark Tempe. <laughs> she takes down Mastermind and the X Men and departs for a distant galaxy. Drained by the trip, she devours the energy of a star, causing it to supernova and destroy the entire population of a planet in orbit. A council of intergalactic associates is gathered, including the Shi'ar. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Intergalactic associates? They're not, they're not partners yet? <laughs> no. Yeah. Just, Why are we even talking to them? They, they haven't gotten their bachelor's degree. <laughs> oh, wow. Not even a clerk. They got their associates. Um, the, <laughs> okay, so the council uh, is, includes the Shi'ar, the Kree, and the Skrull, Skrull empires. And uh, the council concludes that Dark Phoenix is an even greater threat than Galactus and must be destroyed. Dark Phoenix returns to Earth, conflicted by her normal feelings for her loved ones and her new destructive impulses. Uh, The X-Men attack and are again defeated. Xavier arrives. A vicious psychic duel ensues. And Charles creates a new set of psychic circuit breakers reducing her powers to the factory presets and allowing Jean's normal personality to reassert control. <laughs> he, he rebooted her. <laughs> they had to, just like, uh, oh shit, what's her name from The Good Place? But yeah, they had to stick a paperclip inside Jean's <laughs> ear and hold it. Yeah. They had to do a factory reset. <laughs> Love uh, the Shi'ar arrives saying we got a killer. The Shi'ar and X-Men have a team duel on the moon and decide uh, to decide Jean's fate. Um, that would be the worst place to have hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. Space. Um, <laughs> it said something about uh, it was like the, the blue area of the moon. I think oh, it the, was... Sure. Oh, that's where there's uh, oxygen on the moon. Yeah, it's, it's like a suburb of Orlando. Well, no, no, no. The, exactly the, the blue area of the moon is where children aren't allowed to listen to the sets. <laughs> <laughs> um, where the, the Cree used to live, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I, it's it's got an oxygen bubble though, right? That's that's the thing that they. And the Inhumans yeah, are on uh, the dark side. Uh, I believe so. Um, live on the moon. standing So yeah, they're dueling. When Cyclops is seemingly killed. Uh, Gene pops Xavier's psychic restraints and Dark Phoenix comes back. When Cyclops was seemingly killed, no one noticed. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> dies in the Nobody Marvel cared. comics. Cyclops, Nobody. I mean, uh, I, uh, especially in X Men. <laughs> but also, the like, Shi'ar. Scott, like, you're the lamest dude ever in every every possible telling of the X-Men. That's why I keep saying Scott because there's nothing wrong with Cyclops. I never disliked him, but in these movies, they I just feel like from James Marsden to this kid, they just want us to think he's an idiot. <laughs> and um, they, it's working. Yeah, it's, he is. 
a uh, clickbait popped up um, about uh, Cyclops saying why Cyclops was the greatest X-Men and um, I didn't bother reading it. (laughs) It's like, as written by Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Or Alex Summers' brother. Um, So Dark Phoenix comes back. The Shi'ar begin to implement Plan Omega, which consists of destroying the entire solar system. Okay. In hopes to get rid of Dark Phoenix. Xavier orders the X-Men to subdue Dark Phoenix. They battle until Jean regains her senses, has an emotional goodbye with Scott, um, and kills herself with an ancient Kree weapon. All right. And the... The story ends with uh, Uatu, the Watcher, um, saying something like she she could have become a god, but she preferred to die a human or knew she had to die a human. I should have written that down. I have a, uh, one question for you. Out. Okay. Um, is the alien race in this movie? Did they exist outside of the movie? Uh, I'm getting there. Okay. Pardon. Cool. Uh, kills herself with an ancient Kree weapon. When Jean, when the Jean Grey character is revived years later, it is established that the cosmic Phoenix Force is a separate entity, so as to render Jean Grey guiltless of the crimes of Dark Phoenix. <laughs> um, that's some so, real like. Uh, that's convenient. Yeah. yeah, that's some privilege there. That's like right. She took an Alfred plea. <laughs> Yeah. So that's where that came from. Um, you mentioned the the aliens in this movie. They were the Dabari. Um, the Dabari race is best known in comics for being the people whose civilization and planet was destroyed by Dark Phoenix eating their star. Oh, okay. That would have been an interesting little tidbit. Yeah. Um, kind of. Sh- she kind of got that. She well, kind of mentioned it, yeah. Did she? They she followed fought. the solar flare. Well, but it wasn't Dark Phoenix that did oh, it. The right, solar right, flare right. destroyed right. them, and the then Phoenix Dark Force. Phoenix yeah. got solar flared, and uh, it's okay. <laughs> Whatever. Still guys. mad about it being a solar flare. It's because it's not a solar flare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you would have well, known that in 1992. Yeah. And they but, say that. It, that doesn't look like a solar flare. <laughs> but everybody continues to call it that throughout the whole movie. <laughs> Beast doesn't. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. I mean, I guess I'm kind of glad to know that the race existed because it was just so fucking lazy. The body snatcher type aliens. Well, okay. So I, lazy. I would they look out, like us. Here they are. I would point out that this is the second Marvel movie of 2019 that features a very powerful female protagonist set in the 90s with shape shifting aliens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What, what was the other one? Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. And they kind of look like Scroll. And like, if they're if they're gonna meld all of these universes chronologically, that's where she fits. Her movie, I mean. Yeah. Um, we have a brief appearance by Dazzler, aka yeah. Allison yeah. Blair. Mm-hmm. Um Dazzler. Unfortunately, we didn't get enough of her in this movie. It was kind of sad. I agree. But, uh, it's a, a she's 
an interesting character. Singing um, the least 1992 sounding song I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Was that a St. Vincent tune? I couldn't tell. It was, it was, uh, it was, um, what's her name? Guard? Oh, okay. Because St. Vincent makes so much money making music for like Twilight movies and things like that. Yeah. Um, it's, Gotta respect the hustle. Or Brit, Guard. I think it's Guard is the name. It's, it's some oh. pop lady, but also like impossible to, to Google her because her name is just a noun. So Dazzler uh, first appeared in the Uncanny X-Men number 130, the second issue in the Dark Phoenix Saga in February of 1980. The character was not, however, created by Claremont and Byrne. Commissioned by Casablanca Records in 1978 as a multimedia cross-promotion animated special. Sweet. Originally known as the Disco Queen, a Marvel would develop a singing superhero and Casablanca would produce a singer. That's cool. It was like the Archies. So. It was supposed to be like the Archies. It was probably poorly yeah. implemented, but that's a cool idea. Vertical integration. This um, singer should have been she should have been singing ABBA. She should have been singing fucking Dancing Queen. It it drove me insane in this that this movie specifically is set in 1992 and she's singing like an auto-tuned like fucking like it yeah the most 2010s sounding pop song of all time her costume was accurate she even had the blue you know around her eyes the cool eye makeup editor jim shooter wrote a treatment for what would become a live action full feature project so they went away from the animated uh, Tom DeFalco was the lead writer, and John Romita Jr. designed her look. Romita wanted Dazzler to resemble Grace Jones, but the film studio Filmworks insisted <laughs> on making design changes to have her resemble Bo Derek. Mm. Wow. That would yeah, be I cool. mean, if I was an executive Casablanca Records, I'd be like, can you make our job a little easier? Yeah. You know, like, in, how in, many Grace Jones do you think there are out there? Yeah, in the late 70s. one. In, I think there's one. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially, and in the late 70s, you're like... I'm like, uh, Bo Derek's a good-looking woman, but, like, Grace Jones is incredible and just so striking. Like, that would have made a great character design. Yeah, I would have. Instead of, like, bland, blonde lady who sings. She's got that's girls what I mean. in her hair. <laughs> Like, For the cross promotion, that's a good way to go, though, you know? Yeah. Because it's what, late, is, it's, what are a dime a dozen? It's the late 70s, and, you know, yeah. <laughs> white people. Yeah. The film, project, the film project was ultimately scrapped because Filmworks refused to let Bo Derek's husband, John Derek, direct the movie. <laughs> good for them. I mean, I'm sure it would have been bad no matter who directed it. Yeah. It sounds like the kind of movie set where just like it's all cocaine all day. We're making a comic book record crossover. One of those movies that was executive produced by cocaine. There were yeah. a lot in the yeah. late 70s and early 80s. Written by two 10-year-olds in a hotel room. Yeah. It's Gremlins 2 all over again. So for those who don't know, Dazzler has the mutant ability to convert sound waves into light and energy beams. There was another clickbait that I didn't click on, uh, saying something about uh, you. ten powers you didn't know Dazzler had. Um, <laughs> Power to charm. So there might be more. 
<laughs> the, Good at math. Yeah. Man, you got to send me all these clickbait articles. I'll, I'll read them. I'm into that. <laughs> Night vision. The power to move you. Just email it to me with some very suspect link, please. Um, enjoys petting dogs. Yeah, a lot of telemarketing. Time travel at normal speed in only one direction. <laughs> yeah. And that's all we have for this week. Okay, thank you. Dazzling. Al, for that background. Um, that brings us to the film itself. It was written and directed by Simon Kinberg. Simon Kinberg, who we have uh, spoken of before, he um, was a he wrote X Men: Last Stand. This is the second Dark Phoenix movie this motherfucker wrote. Uh, he wrote Jumper. He wrote X Men, or he no, he was a producer on X Men: First Class. I'm sorry. Uh, he wrote X Men: Days of Future Past. He wrote. The fantastic oh. Fant Four Stick. Wow. Yeah. Um. He wrote X Men Apocalypse, and he wrote and directed this thing. Um, so, Days of Future uh, Past is the only like arguably really good one out of all of those, right? I'd yeah. say really good. Yes. Yeah. 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 A real bipolar writer there. Yeah, mm-hmm. He's swung and a miss on everything else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, he, yeah he's I have Simon Kinberg. Well, uh, and all of those are not bold except for Days of Future Past. Everything else is like a safe way to take these really interesting stories. Well, right, and let's and you know, um, Brian Singer um, also has a writing credit on days of future past and he directed it so yeah um whatever you say of that dude he's probably a better filmmaker than simon kinberg yeah oh yeah um but uh yes uh our cast is the only new addition to our cast that we haven't seen before everyone else is back from apocalypse or one of the earlier movies um is jessica chastain as (laughs) vuck as Tilda Swinton as yes. a vampire. Wait, her alien name was Vuk? Vuk. Or maybe Vuk. Vuk. Because her, her human uh, her meat puppet was Margaret. Yeah. The, yeah. the, 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 the yuppie lady that she took over. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Yeah. That Better Homes and Gardens dinner party. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And Andrew pointed out that none of their attire was decade specific either. Nothing. Like, that was a yeah. very... For fashion forward dress that Every, she was wearing. And the architecture felt very modern. Everything, like, like all the other movies, like made nods towards the decades they were in, if not like they tried. Or like, like this, this one, a car from the, the specific era. Like nothing, something. nothing in this felt 1992. Nothing. Um, Jessica Chastain, this is our first time with her on this show, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah, we have not had her previously. Um, really? Yeah, I don't. I don't believe so. Um, what a waste! Yeah, That's a bummer. Absolutely. Um, let's see. So Jessica Chastain. Uh, she started out um, not Bryce. <laughs> she started out not Bryce. Be Dallas not Howard. Bryce. The not Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Exactly. I hope they are friends in real life, man. Because I've heard both. And of they them play talk the mirror game. That. Yeah. Like, 
Like, no, I wasn't in that movie. That's actually Bryce Dallas Howard. No, yeah. that's not. Oh, me. that's what Andrew said. They, they are the Dermot Mulroney, <laughs> Dylan McDermott yes. of women. Yes. That's what she said. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So um, she her first film role was a movie called Jolene in 2008. Um, she did, in fact, steal Dolly Parton's man. Um, <laughs> She's a redhead. She is. Yeah. Um, God, who? Yeah, she she has a lot. Oh, Tree of Life. That's probably yeah. the first thing I saw her in. Um, Tree of Life. Malik's Tree Inter- of Life. Interstellar, dude. Interstellar. She's incredible in that movie. Oh, we did talk about her. She was in The Martian, but that was on uh that that was oh. on Patreon only. We oh. haven't talked about her in Harmless Phosphorescence. Forgot we talked she, about The Martian. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a while. She's in It with James McAvoy. Yeah. Mr. X. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. She's in a few Stephen King things. She was in Molly's Game. Um, I, I guess two. two she has Stephen a good. She, she has a good frightened face. Yeah, she yeah. does. Um, she she plays stressed really well. Yeah. Right. It's not weepy or sobby. It's a lot of it's in that expression. Yeah. Um, she was good in the eyes of Tammy Faye. I didn't think that movie was especially great all around, but her and um, um Peter Parker with Andrew face. Garfield. Andrew Garfield were both really good in it. They were both really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But she's our only real new uh, lead in this. Everyone else we've seen before. Um, they, when he was writing this, Simon Kinberg did originally make the Alien Scrolls, but apparently he was told don't do that because yeah. arose by any other name. Yeah, but it's the same powers and all that shit. Yeah, I mean they look like scrolls. But like plant scrolls, yeah, yeah. Um, I no, don't think like the, root. What almost. are they called? The Dubai to be what? I can't remember what they're called. Um, Dabari. Dabari. The Dabari. Like Dabari. Other than the name said. and the fact their their home was destroyed, they bear no resemblance to the Dabari of the comics. Like they're scrolls, except they're Dabari. Yeah, it was like a quick fix. Instead of There's a Dabari phobia, right? Yeah. So I don't know. There's not much else to talk about this uh, movie. Yeah. It has 22% on Rotten Tomatoes, which that's very gracious. Yes. Also, absolutely. Yeah. One review said everyone showed up. <laughs> they put the characters in the frame. Yeah. <laughs> we were able to make it. Uh the <laughs> actors were contractually obliged to make the film. <laughs> That's what I mean. Everyone showed up. <laughs> no one broke their contract. So I don't know. You ready to jump into it, guys? Yes, please. Hey, man. Shoot us into space. No spacesuits. This is Nothing. Dark Phoenix. We open with a voiceover over black. And then it gets worse. Always. Always a voiceover for an X-Men movie. Yeah, over black. No, this was so X-Men by the numbers. Oh, my God. Yeah. And for a few minutes, it it worked for me, man. For a few a minutes, minutes. The first, like, 10 minutes, I was like, oh, shit, a classic X-Men story. Yeah. Cool. The, although, the X-Bone. Although I do have to say that from behind... Um, when they're in their uniforms, the X-Men all looked like security details from season seven of Next Generation. <laughs> they do look like <laughs> next-gen costumes. Maybe that's the 90s reference. 
be uh, a way to yeah. yeah yeah but they're yellow oh, so it's it's, it's all the security detail <laughs> yeah and no no reduced waste that you get in a comic book character yeah, yeah they all look right. like john luke yes like, yeah We're constantly having That's to pull down future. that weird little jacket thing they had yeah. <laughs> it looks formal but it's <laughs> it breathes i don't know what yeah. the hell the costume design was for this Crush is like too. i need i need pockets yeah. Uh Jude and I are are watching through Next Gen slowly, very slowly, oh, for the first time for awesome. Jude. Um and we're just loving watching um Riker lean up against walls and things. No, or sit backwards on a chair. Sitting on chairs. And use his leg to go all the way over the back of the chair. Sitting, and that's my favorite move. That's such a power move yes. in a meeting. Sitting on chairs and leaning against walls. And apparently Jonathan Frake says he did all that because he has a bad back. So he was constantly in pain on set. <laughs> I love that man, though. He's yeah. one of my favorite actors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Man of the people. Yeah. Right he. he what, was, what was that? Imagine, if you will. Oh, the thing that he says. Yes, a bit. Imagine, if like you Ripley's, will. believe it or yeah. not. Think about it for no. a moment, if yeah. you will. Yeah, <laughs> that super cut on is on yeah. YouTube. It's amazing, it's incredible. Um, so, all right, uh, it's nineteen seventy-five. Jean Grey is a little girl in the back seat of a car. Um, she uses her mind powers yes. to mess with the radio. On she accident. has a new timeline. Yes, she has a new. Biographical timeline. Yeah, yeah nothing. Yeah. Not the X Men timeline is not. It, it's a mess. It's an absolute yeah. total fucking mess. It's a different house. Different. Yeah, parents. you're right. I won't bring it up again. It's yeah. a different yeah. time. I mean, it's a different house. Different parents. Changed. She's a different age. Like it's. Yeah, she's taken away at a different age. Um, yeah. Her powers are manifesting in a d- totally different way. Yeah. Her her mom died. She did not. In the yeah. Person. Yeah. Everything is different. Um, so yeah, she accidentally makes her mom go to sleep. They crash. We cut to the hospital. Professor X is there. <laughs> so little girl, this British man you've never met before is going to take you to his house now. Well, and these parents though, before they die or well, before the mom dies, that's a weird relationship with your kid. Yeah. They immediately but- blame the daughter for changing the radio when it's obvious no one touched the radio. Why well, are she's- you- they're like, why are you doing that? Like, well, she exhibited powers in other at other times. She must have, right? Just uh, the dad points that out. Yeah, I, I guess. Mean, I, I guess so. It's just a weird way to like talk to your kid. They're not good parents. <laughs> like, yeah, straight up. No, no, like, no. they, they don't. It doesn't seem like a loving home. And her father was then disappointed. It seemed like they sucked all along. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Which I guess was the intention. It was just a weird way to show that. But Thoreau's right. Ostensibly in 1975. Professor Xavier was still in the closet, so to speak, as a mutant. So literally, it's this rich old British guy who runs a school. (laughs) (laughs) I will take the little girl if no one else wants her. (laughs) Yeah, that's a felony now. The CIA know who he is? Uh, oh yeah, there's this probably. is post this is post uh, Cuban First Missile class. Crisis. Yeah, his girlfriend yeah. who he mined, who he Christopher Reeved is Oliver Platt. <laughs> it was, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> he Christopher. Reeved. Uh, um. So yeah, the uh, so she goes and she lives with Professor X now. Then we get the title card. We cut to 1992, and there's a space shuttle launch. It goes wrong. The shuttle's spinning out of control because of solar flares. This, okay, this sequence is the best part of this entire movie. 
and it is riddled with issues. It is mm-hmm. the best part of this whole movie, though. It is, and I'm left to wonder why... <laughs> Because they make a joke about Quicksilver, and he's like, oh, I did it all. And it's like, well, but yeah, but he kind of did, and he should have done the rest of it. There was no reason to talk for a minute and a half about they're running out of time to go over there when Quicksilver could literally just put helmets on them, plop over, and be back in 10 seconds. Yeah, there's I have a lot of questions about that. They have to sideline Quicksilver real fast. They have to sideline Quicksilver because otherwise he could just do everything. Just do everything. Ralph Boner. Yeah. Now established. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, so weird these timelines. Um, the music in this moment is so cool. That bum bum. It's very like, I hate to use the word cinematic, but like it feels like we're building to adventurous. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's an adventure coming. It's the first time the X-Men are going to space. Yeah. And it's, it's co- the only time the X-Men are going <laughs> to space. Yeah. Well, and it's cool. We get to see them working as a team. The only time we get to see them working as a team. We get to see Raven as the leader of mm. the team. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a nice uh, beast. They ask him, is this a solar flare? And his answer is not like anyone I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Dog, the sun's in the other direction. Right. Obviously, this isn't a solar flare. Do you? Yeah, it's clearly this not. came from somewhere else in space that is not well, the sun. And we're going to base consensus reality on things you've seen before or not. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. Is that a solar flare? Well, I've never seen one. He is like, a science genius. But also he's bad science in this because later on when he's like, you're literally off the charts, the machine can't measure it. Well, what does that mean? Well, we've got to build a better machine. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I mean, like, other right, stuff you're, too. You're good. Yeah. Like I'll, ex- I'll accept that. Like that's a, that's a, at least he wasn't like, I have no idea and walks away. But well, in this, but like they pivot it, immediately, like it appears to be matter would have yeah. been a better, like it appears to be solid. Or sentient on its own. energy. It's it's acting in a way. Like, instead of like, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen it before. Dim some crazy lights. <laughs> He's yeah. like, all right, you're good. Take a prize out of the prize bucket. Yeah. We'll see you in a month. I would have loved to have him say, like, maybe we should take a sample of it home. And then I'll go, no, you idiot. Or something. Ah, it just was frustrating to me. <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. yeah, the mad scientist part of him. Yeah, so in space, Quicksilver and Nightcrawler rescue everybody except the captain. So instead in of no spacesuits, no spacesuits. Yeah, the ship is hard vacuum because the hull has been penetrated. But 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 they have storm seal it before they go over. Remember, she ices over the seals. <laughs> so Still it's hard fine. vacuum it's because fine. there's no <laughs> atmosphere inside the ship. Yeah. They did not repressurize it. They just sealed it back to vacuum. <laughs> Who whoever wrote this sequence of events ignored every this is like Star Wars space logic. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Which I'll accept in Star Wars because it's very far away in the galaxy. Well, yeah, because anything that doesn't make sense, you're just like, eh, it's some sort of technology they haven't told us about. It doesn't matter. Well, yeah. he, no, Brian just said it. George Lucas was genius in saying it was a long time ago and it was in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. So don't bother comparing it to anything in our galaxy. Yeah. This is the space shuttle. 
Yeah. In lower Earth orbit. Yeah. Actually, our, not in lower the Earth American orbit, president. Really high. <laughs> yeah. They were really high in space. <laughs> Wherever they were. That is not where the space shuttle traveled to. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry, Neil deGrasse Tyson rant over. <laughs> okay. So are be so mad. <laughs> Quicksilver and Nightcrawler rescue everybody in about 20 seconds. So when they find out the captain's there, instead of just sending them back with helmets on, they spend a minute and a half talking about what to do and then say Jean Grey has 30 seconds to go over because she has to hold the ship together. They put a helmet on what's his face and then Jean Grey just goes has no helmet. Suit. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, like why I'll do you do the, the helmet? helmet? No gloves thing. Like, sure, you're going to get frostbite. But also, but like, if you're going to put a helmet on one, why isn't everybody getting a helmet? That's what the problem was with when they first went over is the astronauts still had their like helmets and pressurized suits and shit. So if they weren't wearing them, it wouldn't be noticeable that the X-Men weren't this, wearing them. This all was just so sloppy yeah. and lazy. Like, oh, yep. Lord. Um, yeah. So she gets hit by the solar flare. She survives. She seems fine. Back on Earth, the X-Men are hailed as heroes. Kids are painting themselves blue. <laughs> that way it covers half of the team. Yeah. Who's your favorite? Uh, 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 blue. Do you like blue or not blue? Yeah. Those uh, are the shades. We got Cookie Monster, Grover. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> Blue's clues. White people or blue people? You choose. <laughs> you choose. Oh, and, and Storm. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Storm is on the team now. That's true. Uh, weird accent, which we will get to. Yeah, weird accent. Um, so the uh, Mystique thinks Charles more interested in glory and his new best friend, the president, than the safety of the X-Men. Um, Beast checks Jean out. Um, Machine says she has super extra powers now. Her and Cyclops... By the way... It seems like the women are always saving the day. They should call it the ex-women. That's right. She's got zingers, man. It's right, though. It's uh, true. It's a, it's a, yeah, but there's no scary. ring to that. So, yeah. like, ex-broads, ex-chicks. <laughs> ex is, is that why uh, in comics they uh, created X-Factor? Mm. To take out the, to de-gender de- the name? I mean, that's the joke I mean, with X-Force. And for Deadpool. singing competition. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, should be Professor oh, Xavier's good. lovely ladies of X. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's more likely no than X I think as yeah. a team title, uh, Miss, Miss Xiverse. <laughs> um. So <laughs> Xiverse. That, that's the X Women beauty pageant. Oh God. Right. <laughs> Miss Universe. But Mystique wins because she can just look like anybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's the prettiest? All right, good. Uh, so Jean and Cyclops make out for a little bit. Um, and we uh, and she is hot and bothered. Yeah, she, she is, is. She is ready to roll. That's, and that's how they describe how she is feeling. In that... I, in that I, I, I described it as amped and frisky. Yeah, like I can't keep I my hands the, to myself. I called her the After Dark Phoenix, <laughs> <laughs> the Cinemax version. Uh, it's it's yeah the 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 red letter X Men, uh, <laughs> Emmanuel. In, well, 
And this is like a really brief moment of her being frisky. And yeah. then she doesn't, uh, she keeps her hands to herself the rest of the time at the party. Right. She's like, I just want a drink. She's like, come here, Scott, you tall drink of white bread blandness. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. tall drink of vinegar. He, he is whole milk and white bread blended up into a glass. Blended uh-huh. up into a Ray Charles. <laughs> um, so uh, then we are at a dinner party. <laughs> Margaret is having a bad night. None of the guests are enjoying their hors d'oeuvres. And then she gets taken over by an alien. She screams, right? Yeah. Or the dog uh, yelps. And none of these people are surprised. Yeah, no, because they're too busy being... They're too busy being pithy and yeah. <laughs> droll. I mean, like, like, it's straight out of a Woody one. Allen dinner party. See, like it's just. Yeah. Oh. They should have been the New Yorker. About, yes, the New Yorker. I just bought a CD player for my home stereo system. Yeah, they should have. Like, I got laser discs. Blah blah like, blah, blah blah blah. Nineteen ninety-two. Just got a fax machine. MC Hammer, grunge. Uh, Bill Clinton. <laughs> Please, Hammer. Don't hurt him. <laughs> this was their opportunity to do that. Oh yeah, this was an election year. Was that President? Ninety-two. Yeah, he was up for re-election. Was it we running against Clinton? Yeah. Yeah. And he lost the second or, term. Or yeah. is he the Democrat so H, in this in this universe? Is it gonna be running against I don't know? Who would have run in ninety two if uh it wasn't G dubs senior? Dolman yeah, earlier. Gep and he did. Yeah. Oh uh, Gep Gephart was pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. I think Dole Did Dole yeah. run in ninety two? I think no, no. I don't oh, think so. Against, yeah, oh, <laughs> Steve Forbes. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, Do you Pat remember? Robertson. Oh, oh. In, in a terrible alternate timeline. Yeah. Do you yeah. Rem- do you remember the um when Steve Forbes hosted SNL with musical guest Rage Against the Machine? <laughs> yep. Yeah, man. Whoever, Ooh, whoever right made that, him. whoever made that phone call, made the right decision. Yeah. <laughs> I can guess who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Lauren. Lauren? It's Lauren always Lauren. Do that? Like sometimes. Yeah, I mean it's either Lauren or Marcy Klein. Well, she's, she's yeah. his right hand, so well, it's one of the two. Because here's the thing: because I imagine because Lauren, Lauren Michaels is famously, you know, a very liberal, like oh, Holly, yeah. like yeah. not Hollywood, New York, but a very liberal uh, entertainment kind of dude. Um, so you know, I, I have to imagine NBC was like, no, Steve Forbes is hosting. You he has yeah. to. So I imagine Lauren was like, "Well, all right, then we're gonna fucking get Rage Against the Machine." Uh, yeah, that happened a lot to the show. Yeah, and they're like, "Okay, but we're gonna make fun of it." Like uh, Gerald Ford's um, chief of staff, or I don't know, uh, he had a title. He was a host. Mm. You know what I mean? Just like a cabinet member for Gerald wow. Ford, but like Ed, Ed Janet, Janet Napolitano. Uh, she hosted, uh, right? I know no. she had a cameo. She had a cameo. No, you're thinking Ed- of um, uh, Janet Reno. Oh, Janet Reno. Janet Reno. She had a cameo because yeah. Will Ferrell played That's Janet right. Reno. Well, Hilarious. Ed, Ed, Ed Koch yeah, hosted SNL that. once. Ed Koch. Uh, Bob Dole. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Bob Dole. Ed, Ed That's Koch, right. Bob. Donald, Donald Trump. Yeah. Well, he's a TV uh, person. Uh, makes more sense. But yeah. yeah. Um, but do you... You remember um, Norm Macdonald's Bob Dole on The Real World? Yeah. Bob Dole. Yes, on The Real World. <laughs> and then Jim Burr's like, hey, man, you want to sit in your chair? You want to bug out about your chair, man? 
do your chair thing. <laughs> like shoot to Norm, he's just shifty looking back and forth. He was sitting in Bob Dole's chair. Uh, so- Bob Dole don't like that. <laughs> All right. So um yeah, Jessica Chastain is blonde Jessica Chastain is here. Targaryen Chastain. Um you know, so I wish they I wish they hadn't yeah, why is she so pasty and blonde? She didn't have to be like that. No. She's just a no, they're like, give us the Tilda Swinton took over. Yeah. <laughs> like she could have just been Jessica Chastain. She could have been Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, or the alien could have turned into the dog, not knowing what the superior species is. I wish they hadn't showed the transition between this alien to Jessica Chastain. I wish that we had to like pick at this and be like, is she one of those weird creatures that was in the woods? What is happening? Yeah, no, they don't give us anything to figure out. On yeah. our, it would have been know. nice to have that be a little bit of a mystery for 20 minutes or something. Yeah. He's like, it's a, probably a squirrel. <laughs> that sounds like a dog. Well, and, and she arrives at the table and speaks English to the people. Well, and then they just start screaming and like dying. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. Well, and they, she's asked later, did you learn their language? It's like, yeah, I did. Fucking immediately, dude. It's pretty she cool. was all fucking A right, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So we cut to uh, mutant students. Oh, at- by the by the way, I sent you guys a uh, an image uh, from comics of uh, the Dabari. Hmm. Um, and they don't look exactly. Oh, they look God. similar to scrolls with big puffy hair. But with monkey um, hair. <laughs> well, and the, the movie did a pretty good job of making these things. Yeah, yeah, sure. They the the movie looks like these without the hair. They look like the creatures from Planet Hulk. And without the clothes. Yeah, they Yeah, <laughs> yeah he has a college shirt on. They, they, they look he has a job interview that day. <laughs> they look like they're yeah, with the hair, they look like it's 1964 and they're going to see the Beatles. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, alien Beatles. Um, so all right. Uh then the mutants are having students are having a kegger in the woods. We see that Charles is getting a medal from the president. He's schmoozing, schmoozing all the big boys. <laughs> well, and the subtext is sort of like he has all these mental control over Jean, but he's not even paying attention yeah. to her or his X-Men, his children. Yeah. He's getting awards and glad handing. Yeah, exactly. It's a weird way to write Xavier. It is because he never like it's Xavier. He's the one guy that never loses focus. You know what this reminded me of? Because Xavier and Magneto are inspired by King and Malcolm X, whatever. It reminded me of the Boondocks episode Mm. where uh, Martin Luther King awakes from a coma. Oh, ends up yelling at everybody at the end (laughs) where it's like, who? what happened? What happened to you? How did we get here? Yeah. You know, yeah, it's that it's the end moment of that episode, but like mm. that's just who Xavier is now. Uh, so, um, like, like he learned party. a lot of lessons oh. in all these movies. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, so then uh, at the party, hang, hang on, at the party, uh, Storm makes ice for one of the drinks, mm. and this is the second time she's done Iceman things. Mm. Yeah, she iced yeah. over. Like, I mean, I know she hasn't done anything else. So far, I know that's weather related. Powers, you're right. That's weather related, but like, huh? It's weather adjacent. Weather adjacent. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> um, so like so many college girls before her, Jean can't handle her liquor at the party and passes out after having a meltdown. Um, this is where we get Dazzler just performing yeah. in the middle of the forest. Yeah. yeah. It's a kegger. No help. And She's it, the music. And again, she is the entertainment. it drives me absolutely insane that they go to the the pains of saying this is 1992 and then she sings a modern pop song. It just drives me out of my mind. Like it's another missed opportunity. Yeah. She could have been singing something from the era, like, like anything, anything from 92, or, something by Whitney Houston. Like it doesn't or matter. Something or something. Or Sinead or Sade. Yeah. Like anything. stylistically. Yeah. Just make us feel like we're in. The yes. Era. Yeah. It could be an original song, but stylistically make it sound like 1992. Don't have the fucking auto tune and like the, the like deep bass pop sound of 2019. Yeah, I mean, like, that shit's hit hip now. Like Dua Lipa would have made a better '90s vibe song than yeah. whoever this was. Absolutely. Um, so then uh, Mystique wants passes out. Or yeah, yeah. Uh, Jean Grey passes out. Mystique wants to run away with Beast. Charles rushes home. <laughs> Jean met two Cyclops that night. <laughs> it's like they call me Cyclops, but really I have two. <laughs> uh, so yeah Charles rushes home he goes into Jean's mind using Cerebro she sees in his memories that her dad's still alive uh, she when she passes out though she explodes the trees around her and it opens the front door to the X mansion for some reason yeah but if that is like hurricane force wind that door was latched I'm assuming I would assume whatever. so all of those children would be badly injured if yeah. not just dead from like internal bleeding they're it's, mutants they're not invulnerable yes. like some of these kids are like yeah I can turn wet concrete into dry concrete faster <laughs> you know like <laughs> like oh that's contractor man be like, yeah. I, I, do the, I do this finger thing <laughs> yeah, literally like my farts smell like strawberries like whoa Ooh. we are not bringing you on the next mission <laughs> unless it's at the great British bake-off <laughs> gonna fart into everyone's confections. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, she learns her dad's still alive, so she wakes up and makes Charles go unconscious, and she decides to go look for her dad. She says she can hear him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that means. <laughs> they don't ever yeah. use that conceit, like, of, like... <gasps> Like her, like in the background, like a an unearthly voice being like Jean, Jean. It's a weird uh, way to dance around the conflict with Xavier. Like, why did you put these in my head? Would have been much more dramatic and interesting than my dad. I can hear him. Yeah, <laughs> you're like Papa. Can you hear me? Yeah, like <laughs> just another missed opportunity. Yeah, uh, right. this whole thing is missed opportunities. <laughs> Um, so Jessica Chastain meets with some other guys. It's, they're all aliens pretending to be humans. They're after Jean Grey because she has the power of the space rays. Um, Jean, meanwhile, heads to her childhood home where her dad was just still living. He wasn't hard to find. He didn't move. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up. I mean, that's gaslighting to a level that it's like and taking away the the memory of the accident and death. Like you don't get to do that. I I get to remember my parents dying. You yeah. don't get to fucking take that. Yeah, that's fucked up. 
yeah. uh, fucked up. But also, well, and she didn't have the Phoenix Force, so she wasn't inherently dangerous. I guess. Right. Well, like she just didn't have control level. of her powers, which is what the Xavier School is supposed to be. But nobody's really ever touched on that. It's just like, oh, the society wants to kill him, so yeah, here. Where it was really a place to control your. I guess they did that once with Cyclops in the one movie. Yeah, but mostly it's just they're ready. They're not ready. Yeah, are they ready? They're ready. <laughs> I mean, like my egos are ready. Well, and they're all in this quantum state between being children and adults. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, like, yeah, no, they're kids. They can't fight. No, they're X Men. It's like, oh, now they're adults. I guess. Yeah, and also they could be fourteen or. 28 <laughs> like there's no yeah. real and no well, one and, no one ages between those ages because everyone yeah. cast in those roles is 28 years old yes and also the first one was like 1983 now it's 1992 but none of them are 10 years older than they the were only thing before. that ever gets updated is the cerebro helmet yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing that changes uh, as and time Xavier's goes on. wheelchair and again that's uh, true that's yes. right as the technology progresses and i mean i i mentioned this in the chat but like the, it's the same fucking x plot that we get every time so um yep. in the beginning there's one of the x-men and they do something bad and then charles and eric are on opposite sides of the thing and they fight each other but then it turns out there's a real threat that they have to come together to fight and then at the end charles is in somebody's brain while there's a battle going on around him it's like the yep. fifth and then one it's a like some that. of the parts yeah you know situation and yeah over our head every time. Yep. If we work together as a team, we are our family. <laughs> Just that cliched shit. Every you know time. what I mean? And I, yeah. Like, seriously, this is the fifth or sixth movie where Charles is in somebody's brain at the end during the big battle. Like, every fucking yeah, time. Spoiler, but uh, yeah, Multiverse of Madness. They finally just fucking killed him in the mind castle shit. Yes. Like, fuck this. You're not going to get to talk anymore. <laughs> yes. It was a great choice. I bet you, yeah, I, I bet you that uh, Patrick Stewart was like, thank you. I've been thinking this I bet. for many movies. Yeah. But it's just like this, Charles. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'll get to this traumatic place that she's uh, repressed and I'll approach it and I'll talk to her. Like a little girl. If only, if only before. we had had this kind of therapy prior, <laughs> then we wouldn't be in this situation. Yeah. We wouldn't be in this. Yeah. Does, You're only professor after the fact. Does the X Mansion have a therapist on staff, or does Xavier handle their Xavier? One hundred percent does all his own therapy. He doesn't have a degree, but he thinks he, he's pretty good at it. He's super manipulative. No, he went to Oxford, right? That's not, in, true. not for psychiatry, not for therapy. Fair, He's fair a geneticist, enough, right. right? Geneticist, yes. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Wow. Yeah, so she A lot of sitting on laps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, so she finds her dad there. She gets mad when she realizes her dad just abandoned her. This conversation was so frustrating because she was like, It was. Why didn't you look for me? <laughs> Be like, do you think... Like, what do you think happened with your dad? Like, it wasn't like, what happened? Like, did you give... Like, She doesn't know. But but also it's... But like, she's like making the assumption that... she That's what she ah. specifically asked. Why didn't you look for me? So she's making the assumption that Charles stole her without her stole dad her. knowing? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. This needed and then she pivots so fast. She needed to say, I have... All I remember is being with you 
and then not being with you. Right. You know, like the gaslighting effect is not pointed at. That's right. It's she's just like, you abandoned me. He's like, what? No, you killed your mother in a car accident. She can't process. She can't process why that might have happened because Charles kept her from. Yeah. Accessing those memories. Yeah. That's how you process that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I'll ever forgive you, dad, but I understand why you did it. Instead, it happens in the space of one minute or, you yeah. know, two yeah. and a half minutes. And she's like, what? Fuck you. <laughs> it's like, no, Charles, it's still Charles. This is an opportunity for an emotional moment between two characters that was completely missed. Yeah. A father and a daughter. That's like a relationship that audiences can relate to. And, but Jean could have had that opportunity whenever she wanted to, if she was allowed to be in her own mind. So yeah. again, it just always comes down to this gaslighting daddy Warbucks. <laughs> Weirdest Xavier ever. Yeah. So uh, just then Charles and the X-Men arrive. She confronts the X-Men. They attempt to subdue her. Quicksilver gets injured and he's out of the movie because that would be too inconvenient if he could do stuff for the rest of this film. Um. Yeah, and she she pulls an apocalypse, but faster than him. She sees him moving at super speeds. That was kind of cool. Reacts. I kind of I dug that moment. It was a little bit like Flash and Superman from the. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, yeah, from Justice League. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's 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 exactly what happens with apocalypse without the buildup. She just is like, nope. Which could have been. I I think that it. It was not as like uh, it wasn't a centerpiece of this moment because we get the centerpiece of the, the important thing happens after this. It just it really made Quicksilver feel like a, an afterthought. It sucked. They're like, we have to do something with him. Yeah, well, but it, it was it was also the scene where they had the the mandated team pro, you know, lineup yeah. team shot. Mm-hmm. Gotta have that somewhere. Yeah. So let's have it on this in this weird, you know, west side of Chicago kind of neighborhood or Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> We're just walking down a vacant lot. It's like, wow, no impact there. <laughs> that neighborhood was in part industrial, part rural. That's why I was thinking, you know, Rust Belt or yeah. really know, weird. It's Pittsburgh or something. Um yeah, but so like it's, in the original X Men movie, I, what X Men Three, where we see her childhood home, it's like she's in a cul de sac, idyllic suburbia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this so, is the darkest timeline, obviously. Economic hardship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her parents did so much move. worse in this, and this was her childhood home. He didn't move there after the accident, no, right? Yeah. <laughs> so maybe the neighborhood was better then, but yeah, he gave up, obviously. Yeah. Um. So then Mystique dies. Wait. Uh. <laughs> before she dies when they're in route she asks charles charles how do you know where we're going he didn't get her from the house he never went to the house he went to the hospital I ass- does he have like he a, used to hang out with her dad I ass- does he have like a didactic photographic memory kind of thing where he's like no i just remember that from the discharge paperwork i would i would assume he has the address because he has to know where to send the bill. I don't know. <laughs> the, <laughs> he bought her the gaslighting spell bill. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, me neither. We're matter. thinking about this way more than anybody else did. Uh, um, you Mystique, are for sure. Bless your heart. <laughs> Mystique dies and J law is finally released. I want to see your version of it. Yeah. It would be the nineties. <laughs> cartoon version (laughs) Um, Mystique dies and J-Law is released from her prison of X-Men movies 
Free at thank last. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, Jean runs away. The X-Men go home. They hold a funeral for Mystique. Cyclops is sad. And he's insists it was an accident. Storm tells... <laughs> they didn't have Raven's body, so they just stuck around. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. In the first X-Men movie, she is stabbed through the middle, maybe not the heart, by Wolverine. Yeah. She's stabbed in generally the same area by this exploded tree stump, the same way that Logan died, by the way. Mm. And it just gets her. Immediately, she's dead. Well, Ian McKellen kills her in one movie, right? Oh, he takes away her powers. Takes away. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Shoots her with that dart. Yeah. Yeah. And she's poor, homely Rebecca. (laughs) (laughs) What will she do? Sarah played it all. I mean, so here's my question about a shapeshifter. Can you even be stabbed? Like, if you're stabbed, don't you just like shapeshift your wound clothes immediately? Oh, yeah. Like Playface kind of? Yeah. Yeah. also, in uh, the comics, uh, did she not have an accelerated healing factor? I'm um, pretty sure in the she, previous movies, she had a hel- an accelerated healing factor. And, um, like, she'd been alive for decades. So, like, she was really old. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Much older than she appeared. Yes. Right. Yeah. This character, this version of Mystique was in Vietnam. We saw her. She, I'm, so yeah, yeah, she's well, been around a while. Yeah, I mean, Charles so found her in his kitchen 50s. in the forties, like forties, yeah, forties yeah. yeah. or early fifties. He found her in his kitchen. Yeah, but so, yeah, she's older than Charles, and obviously always has been. And so it's like that dude's the most patronizing, and it's not just this movie. And James McAvoy has nailed it every time, and so yeah. is Patrick Stewart. Yeah, stellar yeah. performances, absolutely. But he's a fucked up character. We should tell him the truth. It's like you unilaterally decided that right now. <laughs> We're a fucking group. Uh, um, so Beast is also sad because he was banging J-Law and now he can't do that anymore. Um, okay. I, he he is Beast smoke. and then he is, uh, what's his face? Hank. And then he is, yeah, he, then he's Hank and he's Beast and he's Hank and he's Beast. He is changing his appearance regularly. Yeah. Yeah. He's so learned weird. how to do it. And then it's at the end, choice. he's... Yeah. He just I wish out. it was Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> For real. Uh, <laughs> I would have like, loved oh, to have him Law. in this role. That would have been incredible. It, uh, Nicholas Hall is good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that would have been so fun. Um, so... Frazier. Yeah. He's in his <laughs> 50s now, right? Or maybe late 40s, uh, Beast, early 40s. Beast is definitely 40s or 50s, but he's still yeah. 28. He was young in the 60s. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. None of them age, but they aged in the other universe. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their timelines are fucked. Um, so then Gene is sitting in an alley in the rain just crying. This had to have been like a reshoot thing where they're like, no, we need we need some we need to put you somewhere. In between two places, we're gonna put you in a tiny alleyway and make it right. on you, so you can weep like you're in like a Melissa Etheridge video. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a good way to put it. Though they yeah. needed a spot in between. Yeah. yeah, she that that has no significance whatsoever. Nothing Just no random there. alley. She weeps She's like she weeps in a rainy alley. Yeah, and I wish it would rain. Yeah, she hasn't <laughs> cried because a phoenix doesn't cry. Like they could have had her do something. She could have been like manipulating the wall in front of her to like 
be a family or something. Something. No, nah, nope. Just crying really, yeah, in the rain. Processing your feelings. Yeah, just raining, crying. <laughs> crazy and lady. And because because he becoming rain- bad lady. See, see, it's 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 symbolic because rain is like God crying. <laughs> yeah. See, and it hits your face. It covers the tears. Yeah. It washes you clean. Yeah, and then she doesn't have to actually cry. Like a out. phoenix. She doesn't have to cry on cue because it's raining, so we can't it's- see. It. <laughs> She's working through the stages of grief, which are crazy, sad, and then bad. And then good. <laughs> Crazy, sad, bad, and good. <laughs> <laughs> One night only. The Hartford Civic Center. <laughs> it's it's science. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Look it up. Andy's interpretation of in-game has stuck with me since she mentioned it at like was it gave me new reflection on that movie. But thinking of that while watching this movie, I was immediately like, oh, Gene's character development is sad. Bad. Yeah, thinking of Endgame when watching this movie is just going to make you hate this movie even more. Well, uh, the, the female, no matter how powerful, has to cry. She's yep. the her name is the name of the movie, and her arc is uh, sad, crazy, sad, bad, good. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, Sounds like and, an album from nineteen ninety. Right, it's a crazy, cool, sexy harmony. Sugar sex, magic, rage, crazy, <laughs> sloth, pride. <laughs> It is so one dimensional. It drives me crazy. Uh, so and then sad and then bad. And then <laughs> so we'll watch the aliens show up at her dad's house and they're mean aliens. Then Jean <laughs> goes. They're uh, mean aliens that are conducting an investigation like low level what? homicide detectives. <laughs> What purpose did killing the father serve? Yeah, like, like they're on a trail. They're sniffing a trail. What powers do you fucking have? Well, also, why did she? Why did a writer think that we should have this character ask the father, where is your daughter? Yeah. We all know that he has no fucking idea. He doesn't know where I she went. I left her at a fire station she, in a bundle of blankets. Like the last time I no, no, but like I saw her here. <laughs> and then she left yeah. and I'm still here. So I don't know. She was here. She killed a blue lady outside. The cops showed up. She killed some of them and flew away <laughs> into the sky. And she's like, I don't care about your rights. Slams him up against the, <laughs> the wall. She's <laughs> Mr. Gray. <laughs> uh, so then Jean arrives on Magneto's orgy Island. Um, where? <laughs> <laughs> shipping container uh, he could make quite, he can make a skyscraper just with his mind it's magneto's well, we, fire island yeah we finally got it which, <laughs> which was kind of the thing that they'd been building magneto towards the whole time you know uh what is this mm-hmm. called in the comics That's oh candy Max apple it. island i don't know shit i can't think of it yeah, Shangri La. It's on the other side of the Savage Lands or wherever. Right. They make yes. these geographic locations and yeah. uh, not Krakatoa. Shit. Uh, Marmaduke. I don't know. Marmaduke. <laughs> uh, but yeah. it's his his island of lost mutants where they are yeah. an independent nation is yep. a essentially like a Native American tribal location granted by the U.S. government. Mm. Yes, and sort of a handshake treaty of like, if you guys are cool, we'll just ignore you. But if you're not, this is our land. Yeah, Yeah, literally the army shows up. We're not here to take your land away. Like, you're the army. 
But you, yeah, but we are putting you in check. We could do yeah. that. Yeah. Magneto's like, I would literally, you're wearing metal, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I have, come on. It's I have a, uh, Genosha. Genosha. Thank Genosha. You. So, um, Genosha. That's in Wisconsin, right? <laughs> yeah. Gen- Kenosha. Where? Genosha. Yeah. Genosha. <laughs> yeah. Where in the U.S. did they take a That's state what I land to and give it to? Yeah. It's clearly not like Alaska. Or somewhere it's tropical. It looks like know. it's so, like maybe like somewhere around Louisiana or something. Like there's like bayou, right? right. Bayou kind of vibes going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there aren't many tropical places we have. Yeah, Florida somewhere maybe. I don't know. And it's not yeah, very exactly big. the Gulf. There's not a lot of people. No, like Magneto really kids. hasn't just enough. Done much. Just just enough for the mutant orgies. Um, yeah, just enough. They're just a real freaky mutant. <laughs> and and uh, intramural softball. Are they all his wives? <laughs> like Nandor? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so a hard to resist. Your situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, it's his cult. Such a magnetic personality. <laughs> Someone on the internet has Genosha, uh, some a bit north of Madagascar. Oh, huh. I don't think that was the case in this film. <laughs> well, because right. the, the U.S. government gave it to him, so it's definitely continental U.S. Because yeah. yeah. Jim flies there so, without like a jacket. Um, yeah, so it's one of the it's one of the keys. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The mutant key, so, yeah. key mutant. So after the mutant orgies and uh, the regular harvesting of fruits, vegetables, and grain, that uh, place smells <laughs> like patchouli and kombucha. Oh, man. God, yeah, it does. Uh, and piss. Yeah, <laughs> there's no plot in there. <laughs> um, and also, like when he flies out of that building, how is he doing that? He's not flying over metal. He's not holding metal things. He just flies out. Is he like there's metal in the ground? There's metal. Yeah, they've shown us that. All right, before. all right. In relation to the shipping containers around, that's how he keeps his his stranglehold on power in Genosha. <laughs> just like, oh, we you, were talking about the San Francisco metal. Bay. I think he. Could hover over rocks because again, there's there's metal, metal and, and magnetism yeah, all, right. all over the place. It's the iron in his blood, I guess. But he's powerful enough to soak it up from really wherever the source is. Yeah. So Gene, you know, we've never seen Magneto be like, it's too far away. <laughs> It'd be like, ah, oh, it's yeah, it's only aluminum. <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> anyone could crush that. Yeah. Uh, Gene asks him for help controlling her powers. But the military arrives. They demand Jean surrender. She attacks them. Eric saves them, and they run away. <laughs> and he gets mad at Jean and makes her leave. The uh, whole helicopter thing, so weird. The helicopter fight. They're fighting over a helicopter. Like yeah. two dogs fighting over a toy. Well, And if you've ever seen it before, the way they had that copter crash and in the little marsh and everything it looks exactly like the twilight so oh, yeah, actually was killed like went right down in the water and did the side, side yeah yeah Oof. i'm like wow that's spot on that's almost homage territory how yeah. fucking weird Ugh. yeah i i did like that he shuts the the helicopter rotor off because like how rude you <laughs> parked your car in my fucking front porch yeah um but then we get the second moment where the helicopter like lights up behind him. I loved that. I was like, this is they there. This is a moment. It happened. Yeah. We I, see him saving humans, which we don't see very often. Yeah. And I didn't hate the helicopter fight like between them. That was it, no. it, was, it was. I hated how long it went on because like she would on. just be like, 
you let go of this helicopter. Yeah, instead of trying to do the helicopter, why didn't you just do him? That's right. Like, literally, it felt like two dogs fighting over a toy. They didn't, they were, uh, they were no longer focused on the space around them or each other. It was only helicopter. They were both <laughs> singularly focused. There's nothing but helicopter. There are a few times in this movie when Magneto says what we're all thinking. And obviously the biggest one is in the trailer. You yeah. know, like there's always a fucking speech. There's always a, you know, coming together. And then when she's on the island, it's kind of that too. Like, why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> and all of us are like, yeah, why are you there? <laughs> and she wants to know how he stopped killing people. <laughs> he's like, right. I just didn't do it anymore, lady. Like, no, he's like, I haven't is what you should have said. But you're yeah. right. He's like, I just stopped. You didn't stop. Yeah. It doesn't take anything for your vengeance to go right. to 11, 11. Just Hank well, shows up. You never even got along. The answer should have been Charles. How did you stop killing people? Yeah. Charles was there for me at every moment when I thought killing people was the answer. Charles that would have been like, more powerful. Yeah. Whoa. Maybe you shouldn't kill people. Maybe we should learn how to live with them. And she would have gone like, nah, but he manipulated. You're right. But the and writer decided. Say, Whose blood is on your shirt would have been a great response after that. But in this, it's like, whose blood is that? Mm -hmm. I'm just curious. Just and he it. just stopped. He just stopped. You know, yeah. that's how addiction works. And that's how compulsion works. Yeah, and, you know, absolutely. Like, just stop. You just There's stop. no understanding, no deeper inner meaning. He no, he had to will. go to. He had to go to uh, Killers Anonymous. <laughs> yep. He's like, at the old, he's like at the old scrapyard. He's like, well, well, the, well, the uh, government gave me an island and I had a whole bunch of orgies. He's he's got his like three year chip right now. <laughs> yeah, he does. For killing the killing tip. chip. Uh, I got a mutant whose power is feeding me grapes. Like, <laughs> that's how I got over it. That's his, I got over it. Um, he was like, I'm not really over it. Yeah. He's like, well, I, yeah, I got over it by not pretending to have an American accent. <laughs> I'm pretending <laughs> to have a British accent. He is German. Uh, Very British. Yeah. Alternatively, it, he could have also said, oh, who do you need to kill? <laughs> I have people here. Is somebody fucking with you? They'd be like, well, I got a list. Yeah. We stopped that guy, that, that little Egyptian dude that one time. I haven't seen you since then. How are you? Yeah. Uh, like anything but whose blood is that? Stop. <laughs> That's my helicopter. <laughs> um, so they're hurting them. <laughs> <laughs> so then Professor X loses his best friend, the president, who won't take his calls anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, but that phone still rings. So that there aren't even numbers on the president's expo. He's no they didn't unplug it. They just they wanted to throw shade. He's no longer so, like, invited to the human orgies. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Only the X orgies. Uh, <laughs> Only the sitting down ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, orgies on, or Nothing I can say is going to be more offensive than the end of this. Oh, movie. my God. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So then Gene gets picked up in a bar by Jessica Chastain. And honestly, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> It's Jessica Chastain picking up Sansa Stark. I love that she was there as an old man. This would have yeah. been the best Stanley cameo ever. That's oh, true. Oh, yeah. That was my like immediate. I was like, oh, I bet you this would have been a Stanley cameo. And it That's how been fucking movie. lazy. He got producer credit. And yeah, yeah he's not a lazy fucking film. Yeah. Um, back at X school, Hank's 
gone missing. He stole the jet and headed out to Orgy Island. Um, <laughs> gone fishing. Um, Beast tells Magneto that Gene killed Mystique, and Magneto is like, that's whose blood was on the shirt. <laughs> Elementary, my dear Magneto. I put it together. <laughs> I thought that was dog's blood. <laughs> Eureka. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he's going to, they're going to go kill her. Um, Gene shows up at a nice New York brownstone where the aliens. <laughs> I thought he was over killing people. I thought he just stopped. He just stopped. No, he didn't. Yeah. And Hank's like, I want to give it a shot. Yeah. So, yeah. So the aliens apparently bought a brownstone and that's where they go with Gene. <laughs> We got to get off this planet because the rent is killing us. Right. <laughs> uh, like Brooklyn. Whew, who can live there these days? No, it's, it used we to have the show down until Thursday. Yeah, it used to be a neighborhood, but now it's all like executives and like fucking millennials <laughs> with their like, like yeah. chocolate trout bars. <laughs> That's like Central Park adjacent also. I, oh, yeah, yeah, there's I a guess park it, right across the street. Yeah, maybe yeah. it is. Central or otherwise, but I, it's right I, across it's, the street. It's New York, I assume. It's Central Park because nothing there's else not exists besides Central Park. There's not around Central Times Park. Square. There's like big buildings like the Dakota and stuff. But Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they weren't in the Flatiron. I mean. Mm. Um, yeah, that always shows up. Yeah. Um, so uh, there, Jessica Chastain helps Jean learn about her powers she tells Jean that she's the leader of an alien race known as the Dabari, explains that the cosmic force she absorbed wiped out their planet, consuming everything in its path until Jean. And they've been following it like a dog following a bus? <laughs> I guess. So, like, if a hurricane destroys your town, you're going to keep following that hurricane. <laughs> running after it, you like, motherfucker. We briefly see there's a spaceship in orbit. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They were there yeah. when the space shuttle got uh, penetrated by the solar yeah. flare. The, ca- the camera in her memory, she explained that. Yeah, yeah, literally. You, she explained Hulk was in the bathroom. If you had looked slightly to your left, you would have seen our spaceship. Good thing none of you did. <laughs> Good thing none of you did. Okay, we can see it as she's telling her this. So I assume it wasn't cloaked and then revealed from cloak. Yeah, don't you think that uh, the super genius beast would have been like, I wonder if it's coming from that spaceship right there. <laughs> also, aliens. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like Thoreau said, it, these idiot aliens. It, it it destroyed your entire planet, but 10 of you and a ship is good to go. But also, yeah. like, they're real, like, oh, aliens. Okay, whatever. Like, this is the first time. Like, I know. Even so in the lazy. MCU, they were like, oh, wow, aliens. Yeah, yeah. you're right. It's always been mutants against mutants. Yeah. And yeah. They just, yeah, they just dropped aliens in like, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, but no, 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 established. One re- no one reacts to the aliens like, oh, my God, there's aliens. <laughs> and Charles has to get in the same fucking room as Chastain to realize they're not even human. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, uh. he doesn't sense this until then. Yeah. So he's there. He should have been in Cerebro like, being like, oh, he's trying to get into her mind. And then he makes a perplexed. What are you? But he had to be in the room with her before that ever went down. Yeah. Uh, Which, okay, she is, I guess, showing Jean her thoughts. I you know? guess. She's um, like, here's an yeah, image like of a us mind melt. Traveling through space. You're a you're a telepath also. You can see this. But Charles <laughs> sees her and it's like looking at like a it's like a he's like a, a dog who sees like a hunting duck. You know, those like duck yeah. targets. 
we had one in the old podcast room. Yeah, decoy. Thank you. But he's just like, oh, what? You're not a real what? Huh? Huh? <laughs> like, yeah. What? Yep. His, it his just confusion. occurred to him when he tried to read her mind. Yeah. It's like the director told McAvoy, like, no, 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 no. That other thing that you're doing? No, 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 no. Don't, don't do that emotion. You need to just be confused, perplexed, bothered. Or maybe Cerebro. You know, it's like the mutants show in red on Cerebro. Yeah. It would be cool to be like, there's the blue humans, red, and then like, bam. Like, what the fuck are those? But Charles has to be like near this alien. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's stupid. It's, it's very stupid. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so it Mac- was literally so that you could have Jessica Chastain and uh, McAvoy in the same room. Yeah. So Mac- we're paying these people so much money. We must. Well, have them by the way, Jessica Chastain, who does nothing but stare and blankly recite the lines, which are I assume appearing on the cue cards directly behind the camera. Yeah. Feels that way for everyone. She did this movie as a favor. Yeah. Does she blink in this movie? Uh, does she blink? Period. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I wasn't ever looking at the screen long enough. <laughs> I mean, no, honestly, like I've I, seen it. I, ooh, I, I was spent way more time on my phone than I usually do watching these things. Uh, I, I mean, I, I watched this intently, man. It, the, I could not take my eyes off of it. The first time I watched this, I got to the point where Mystique dies and I lost all interest. Mm. So that's all I had seen of this movie. So this time around, I was just like fixated on, obviously, on every little thing. Like, what the fuck? What is happening? Couldn't look what away. What is happening? Um, so uh, Magneto finds where Jean is. They go to New York. Professor X uses Nightcrawler to go Magneto's island. They already left and somehow they know they went to New York. So they go to New York, too. Now everyone's just in New York. Which is not far from where they live. No. Magneto brought Braid, dude? (laughs) The guy from Corn. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure that guy served on Jabba's sail barge in Return of the Jedi. But, like, why that? Why that? You know, isn't there somebody else who, like, I don't know, can bake a cake in, like, a second or something? Something. Hair whip guy. Yeah, hair whip, hair guy. whip guy. Just that's, cut that's, his hair that's off. That's your boy. Yeah. Well, at one point he does they do pull one of the braids out. And I'm like, oh, that's gotta hurt. Yeah, that's gonna um, I would have loved to see him be like, don't touch my hair. <laughs> I got it just <laughs> right. <needs> set. <laughs> yeah. Or like he's wearing a t-shirt over his hair when they're like on their way to New York. Yeah. What do I have to do to get prehensile braids? <laughs> Fucking avatar. <laughs> yeah. What do I have? Yeah. <laughs> That's how he reproduces. They confront Magneto and company, and Charles tries to convince Eric not to kill Gene. The two sides fight, yada, yada. Eventually, Magneto gets into the building with a train. Um, this is the most contrived shit ever. There's literally a double decker. Yeah, those are common. But I mean, like, did it have to be in this short did sequence he, outside the... No, did. I don't know. And the, pulling like, the subway car is pretty cool, but that should yeah. have been the focus, but it was yeah. just another little... Yeah. it It's such a mess. Yeah. I don't... This fight didn't need to be here in this moment it, at all. It was... Yeah. Um, eventually, uh, Magneto gets in, Gene stops him, then Charles gets inside, and Gene makes him walk. <laughs> it's a miracle! Woo! That's so fucked up. That was so fucked up to watch. Yeah. This was the most painful part of the whole movie. 
Yeah, making him walk up the stairs. That's like she could and the have, way he did it. Uh, like she could have lifted his chair and brought him close to her, and they could have had a face to face moment. Mm-hmm. Or she could have had him climb stairs like a person if she's going to go. But instead, it's like she didn't have enough power. So he was this weird marionette, <laughs> right? You know, reanimated. You know, it's like you're going to make him walk. You have the power to make him walk. Just have him walk up. <laughs> it was and I so don't, cringe. I don't want to inspect this too much, but Charles doesn't have any feeling below his waist. I assume that's why he can't walk. He has no control <laughs> over his legs. Yeah, and and yeah. And, no feeling, but he is in immense pain with every step. Yeah. Like, so Weird. what's actually happening with Charles's body when he's in the chair? Why? Like, that's so many questions. Is about he just this. lazy? Although we saw it in days of future past, right? That if he took those injections to suppress his mutant abilities, then he could walk, which yeah. is ironic yeah. because you think his mutant abilities would allow him to walk like Gene makes him walk. Yeah. They have a similar power set. It's very odd to have my powers. I can't walk, even though my powers would help me walk. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, well, mm. he's technically not a telekinetic. Uh, he's technically not a, any fucking thing. He's, he's he does whatever telepath. he does, whatever he whatever needs to do. They need. Do you remember yeah. when Patrick Stewart stopped like the rain and like all the cars and the bullets and everyone froze? Like, yep. Everyone froze. Did he stop yep. the rain? I feel like he stopped the rain at the train station. I don't when they first maybe it was off. rain. That was that was storm. He had storm with oh, him. Oh, storm stopped the but rain. He, he just froze, froze everyone. Everyone's right. frozen yeah. in time. So yeah. he and no, Ian everyone's Kellen. frozen in their minds, not time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But what is the difference then? That's not that's not telekinetic stopping movement from happening. No, that's, uh, he's, that's telepathy. Well, he's, okay, yeah. like I guess he's not stopping because he could movement. He he's couldn't, stopping their processing. No, but what about the objects that he has stopped? He doesn't stop objects. But yeah, like it, I, as far as I remember, none of the none of the objects. Like if somebody was dropping something, it would fall to the ground. If you just shot a bullet, but they if you're gonna if you're gonna pull the trigger, you wouldn't pull the trigger. Yeah, no, I see. No, I get I, that, but, but everything stopped. Because like in in not to bring Logan into it, but when they when he stops everything in the casino, the casino is still like uh, the noise is happening around everybody mm, of the like slot. Neither of those are satisfying answers. It's whatever he needs to have happen, and his limitations are whatever needs to have happen, like with this alien bullshit. Yeah. Sometimes he's all powerful. Sometimes he's not at all. Yeah. So, um, Gene. But get- Brian was right. He's technically not a telekinetic. So Gene gives up I her. Disagree. Gene gives up her power to Jessica Chastain, <laughs> and who wants to take it all? The military. And sh- they've never been able to do this before. Oh, is he a technophobe then or a technophile? Well, come Tec- on, we've talked about it before. The, a techno, a, uh, a technopath? technopath, technopath. No, he's, he's not, not a technopath. Okay. So, I mean, Brian and Alice uh, are okay. saying that he never moved objects, only people. Yeah, and objects through people, but well, yeah, yeah never people, making the people move the objects. But no, like, I understand that. Okay. Yeah, you're right. He's never moved to anything. Um, why Why is she able to take the Phoenix Force into her now, all of a sudden? After yeah, she- after it destroyed her whole planet and everyone on it, but, but she, she, can, she, she can handle it on her right. own. She doesn't but, have special Jean Grey powers that allows yeah. her to absorb energy. The no, dog just caught her. the bus and then got in it and started driving it. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. How does she, how can she manage that? I, she should have been like, no, I can control you. I will control you instead or something. But and, like, no, this is absorbing it. It's dumb. Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. So Ken, like, no, <laughs> like why didn't, why didn't all the aliens on your planet just absorb the force instead of getting blown up? It would have been so easy for her to be like, no, but we do have the technology to make you my slave. Click. And she puts a little thing on her forehead or something like I'd buy that. Yeah. Instead of like, I, I drink your milkshake, whatever. <laughs> or the transfer of power, you know, like we saw recently with Wanda, but Wanda's a being that could take that. Yeah. And, but like I said, we just, we were told by this very character that it destroyed her whole planet. Right. This, it had that much energy that it absorbed her planet and, and super, it exploded. And, and yeah. it was, we were never told or demonstrated to that her race can absorb power in any way whatsoever. Yeah. That's an You'd think point. millions of them would have done that prevent their destruction if they had had one of the aliens take over a mutant and use their powers i would have bought this sure yeah that's true yeah okay i could have yeah i could have gone with that but they didn't <laughs> but that you know like some low tier the kid who makes ice cream from their hand or something <laughs> um so all right so <laughs> meanwhile jessica chastain is like also i'm gonna murder everyone on earth once i get all powerful <laughs> why would you tell her that in the middle <laughs> Oh, no. Like I'm going to use all this money you're about to give me to kill everything. Like whoa, 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 whoa! Stop the transfer. Put a bank hold on that. Like yeah. Uh, and the the military cyclops stops her from absorbing it all at the last minute. The military shows up and arrests everybody. <laughs> um, conveniently she goes unconscious so that they can put her on a bed. So they can strap her down like fucking Jesus. <laughs> She's yeah. like this. literally wear her arms out. What is happening? Uh, they put the mutants on a train because big action sequences on trains are cool. And, well, and, a, and an X-Men like necessity. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. So many trains. Yeah. You'd think that the United States has like an established public transit system. Right. Europe in this universe. Uh, so Jessica Chastain's alien friends attack the train. Uh, they kill the soldiers. The mutants are freed. Charles and Scott convince the Magneto and his friends to help them fight the aliens. Um, they unite. They fight the aliens. Jessica Chastain shows up. Charles goes into Jean's mind palace. And she forgives him. She saves the mutants from the train wreck. Oh my gosh. I, so they're actually, Marvel has a, a distance. Um, he is able to perceive the thoughts of others and project his own thoughts within a radius of approximately 250 miles, parentheses 400 kilometers. Huh. Hmm. That's, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It doesn't explain this alien. In fact, <laughs> no. it, it yeah. makes it more confusing, but yes. at least we know. Uh, so, um, yeah. Well, and they were in upstate New York, and this is New York City, so. Yeah, Westchester isn't far, but it's far enough. Yeah, like. they <laughs> It's far enough that to... it's a commute. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It, no, but it's not 250 miles. Yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. It's not even close to that. It's it's three minutes by uh, X-Jet. Yeah. It... <laughs> Which, by the way, by the well, way, fu so... fuck these X-Men people jetting around like fucking Kylie Jenner. <laughs> like I know. Yeah. But, like, we have the fossil fuels. 92. Well, there's a mutant whose ability is to take carbon 
dioxide out of the atmosphere. <laughs> well, I think I think turn, the they turn it Blackbird into is nuclear. Yeah, yeah. They turn it into sprinkles. <laughs> All of the mutants. You're obsessed with this ice to- cream mutant. Yeah, I know. <laughs> confectionery mutants, man. They're like it's Baskin Robbins. Be like, should we open up a Stone Cold Creamery? <laughs> <laughs> Steve Austin's like, yeah. First one in Genosha. Uh, <laughs> So anyways, Jessica Chastain wants to finish sucking out all the juice from Gene. Um, so Gene flies them into space and they become the Phoenix <laughs> and she blows them up. She, we see Gene finally do the thing that she did to Xavier, which is vaporize things at the atomic level. Yeah. Right. She does this so casually, which is awesome. Not to say that she should be like doing this with a ton of effort. But Jean's powers throughout this are so inconsistent. She is simultaneously going unconscious from farting in the woods to like uh, she went unconscious because she gave Jessica Chastain a hug. And now she's just vaporizing things like she's just like talking with a friend in their front yard. Like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, swatting flies. Her powers are evolving throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah but they're up learn. and it's down. It's not just an on-off switch. Yeah. I guess she is letting go <laughs> as Charles directed her to. Yeah, it's just weird. So I, I won't keep doing this. This will be the last one because the Please alien thing bugs me this. so much. No, but um, so a Magneto apparently changed the Earth's electromagnetic field to restrict Xavier's abilities. That's why there's... But then it says here, when not on Earth, Xavier's natural telepathic abilities have reached across space to make universal mental contact with multiple alien races. But he couldn't find this one in a house across the street. Uh, So. (laughs) Wow. He is uh, literally plot convenience. Yes, that's what it is. Alien races across the universe. (laughs) That's why I agree with technically he's a telepath, but the movies don't. And. That's comics versus movie, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Of course. So, but nobody tried to make this work. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Xavier's school gets renamed the Jean Grey School for Gifted Youngsters, which is kind of like renaming Columbine after the shooters. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and now the name, name is it? Raven. Yeah. Yeah. Why not after her? Mm-hmm. His literal. That's even sister. where they met. Yeah. Who was murdered? It. Raven no. Darkholm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Raven Darkholm Dark yeah. school for children. <laughs> no, the, it, 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 they just like be losing people every in, year. In parentheses, her, her last name was originally Daniels, was it? In parentheses, unaffiliated with the Harry Potter school of witchcraft. So, <laughs> so Jean Grey. Is a, a more inviting name for a school, but you're, you're right. I, I feel like their team mascot is the Ravens or the Raven. That, that's that basketball fair. court. It's yeah. like the yeah. the Jean Grey Ravens. I hope you get the library <laughs> named after or something. Do intramurals? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we were talking. Yeah, softballs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. So that means in this timeline going forward, it will always be known as the Jean Grey School for Gifted Youngsters, where. Even in the MCU, it's Xavier's school. <laughs> they haven't said it, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, so now it's changed forevermore. 
Yeah, in this. Quote the Raven. <laughs> uh, it will change nevermore. <laughs> That's right. So um, Charles retires as headmaster. Hank takes his place. So you could say he is the beast master. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Thank I you. Uh, here all week, folks. <laughs> so what is Charles going to do now? I guess. He's going to drink coffee. <laughs> in oh, Paris. he's going to go to those freaky orgies. Yeah. He's like going to Magneto's orgies. Yeah. Going to go hang out with Mr. Braid. <sighs> but we see him in Paris, right? Yeah, he's in yeah. Paris. Oh, he's sitting next to Batman. <laughs> I was going to say, no, Alfred. I was going to say, yeah, he's Michael Caine's version of Alfred. Uh, he wants to sit in beautiful places and sip an espresso. Like, I get it. Yeah. So they they play chess and then the phoenix is in the sky and then the credits roll and there's no after credit scenes. Well, what's great is first Charles is all pouty and indignant, just like, mm, mm, I don't want to play. Whereas like that's been Charles's angle. For so many movies, like, we'll just sit down and have a friendly game. And if we talk, that's cool. He's like, no, not when it's me that has to learn a lesson. Yeah. Uh, did did he even learn a lesson? No, I don't think so. No. Like, did Magneto even learn a lesson? Nobody learned any lessons. They both suffer from confirmation bias. Like. If you Magneto can always find the evil and Charles can always find the good, supposedly. And so I think the only lesson that Charles learned was like, damn it, I didn't have as much control as I thought. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know any other lesson, like putting these kids in danger. That I don't think he ever changed he his didn't mind learn about any that. Lessons. What, was his lesson that he's no longer a famous mutant scientist? Now he's a disgraced mutant <laughs> scientist and he's accepted that? Now he just has to learn how to live like Eric was trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. Does he, they don't need you. You know, on a European old vacation. soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he's in Paris. He's literally on a <laughs> yeah. European vacation. Yeah, he's retired. He rolled all the way over. Uh, um, uh, any unanswered, <laughs> uh, and unanswered so, questions? Oh, so many. We, do you, we went over them. Do you guys think they're going to bring McAvoy and Fassbender back? Into the MCU, yeah, because we've we we've, we've seen Patrick Stewart. We've seen Patrick Stewart. Um, um, by all accounts, they don't have a problem with these characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they have never come out and said I won't. In fact, McAvoy has publicly said he would love to play young Picard if he got the chance. So, like, <laughs> I think he would love to be with Patrick Stewart in an X Men movie. Do you know what I mean? With yeah, multiverse yeah. and all the fucking around they're doing. Yeah. Just throw them both in there. Hell yeah. yeah. Have them talk to each other. Yes. Like, Psychically or, or regularly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, just through their minds. They're both like, <laughs> well, that happens, right? <laughs> we, each other uh, yeah. Days of Future Past had that, right? Yeah. He, he uses somehow he connects with himself through and Wolverine. Yeah. They use Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine As is a the conductor. Wolverine is the string between the tin cans. So, <laughs> yes. I just want to point this out. These aren't unanswered questions. There was literally a movie about time travel through another character's brain. Yeah. That we accepted whole cloth, man. Like I had some questions. Sure. Sure. But, but this movie about Jean Grey getting powers from space is, and then being evil kind of turning bad and then going back to good. 
Oh, her power corrupts, or she's yeah. just, you know, don't forget that, like, the floodgates were open, all this gaslighting that he had done, and then, you know, her natural abilities, and the, this solar flare heightened that. That's all fine. Yeah. But, I well, wish I, that my questions were about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, instead it's well, about the movie's plot and well, the characters. And, and instead like the question is, how did that alien absorb all of that on its own when it yeah. Its planet was just destroyed. Yeah, that's the problem. Anything that happened to Gene, fine. That's yeah. a comic book movie, but this right here is not even a comic book element. Mm-mm. How are you absorbing the power that killed your planet? Like the Silver Surfer wouldn't have been able to. Do, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't fit. No, it doesn't yeah. fit any alien race we know. And and it wasn't established in this movie. Like it doesn't. It wasn't established. You're right. Yeah. That's the. That's its biggest sin is that it didn't establish yeah. it in the film. Like it, they could, you can get away with anything if you set it up, establish it, That's and true. then pay it off. Absolutely, especially in an X Men movie. You're right. A single line of dialogue. The other character saying to uh, Jessica Chastain, "You're the greatest among us." Yeah, yeah. You've we stood found, on the surface I, of a sun or something. I like found that. the way to harvest it. Yeah, yeah. I, I am the alien equivalent of Eugene. Something on my planet, I'm Gene Gray. There's a million ways to do it. Like, yeah, yeah. you just yeah, have to do it. They One did line. nothing. So Instead, funny. they had him go to her dad's house, <laughs> shake him down like the local. PD. Something, something like now that you've absorbed it and tamed it, uh, I can take it from you. Yeah, perfect. You are a conduit so, or something. Yeah. yeah. Put it in me. <laughs> Only no. <laughs> oh, baby. Doritos. Um, oh, did, did no, we that's right. That, like, did we mention that her character, Jessica Chastain's character, had the telekinetic ability to put a spiral into people's uh, chests? Oh yeah, we forgot to mention that she just spiraled his chest. <laughs> like she doesn't do anything else. She's walking around. She doesn't fly like Jean does. But, but man, walk she just. Around. She'll turn you into a little whirlpool. She'll she'll twist you up <laughs> in the middle part. <laughs> She's a man eater. So I was uh, trying to uh, look while we were talking about this uh, at trying to get more information on the Dabari people. Uh, there's so very little, just because um, because we were talking about trying to figure out this woman's powers. Who I apparently forgot her name because um, I have in my notes I've called her yuck every time Fuck. Uh, zod vod crod <laughs> um, her k-u-r i think no it's it's is a it, v there's a v in there i think it, hi i'm michael with a b oh it's vuk like vuk oh yes. that's right vuk v v u k but apparently i called her yuck every time and not on purpose She's german um, <laughs> but uh like the there's like no mention of any powers of the Dabari people from comics. However, it's just interesting. Um, one, they were also known as asparagus people. <laughs> because they stink when you pee. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I also them, I known as. Also known as the asparagus. There's a population. That, that sounds, hey, that sounds a little racist, honestly. Is, is there asparagus yeah. other plant on other planets in our galaxy? Or well, they didn't just, call themselves that. We, we were talking about yeah. this recently. With it's like human indigenous tribes. Yeah. Xenophobia, uh, yeah. Nations. They were, uh, the planet was under the Shi'ar realm of influence, so I'm sure it was the Shi'ar who were like bird-like people. They had feathers. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, they were probably shit talking. No, so then the Shi'ar have asparagus? Those asparagus people. That's insulting, yeah, they, but it's not. They must. Do they, do they import the, earth asparagus to the Shi like the Shi'ar <laughs> empire, empire? Is that like a delicacy? I love the way it makes my piss smell. <laughs> can they can they last for a week in the store but die in two days in my fridge? Right. Is that their ability? Uh, can they be harvested by a robot? <laughs> that is the question. So, all right, guys, are you ready to go ahead and just rank this thing? Yeah. 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 Shoot it into space, man. Okay. So, okay. So, I can already tell I liked a lot of these movies more <laughs> than I, I like Sergeant Kabuki Man more. Oh, oh hell yeah. Um, yeah. So, I'm looking. Our, and they had a power transfer scene, but it was kissing, right? Yeah. <laughs> that made sense. <laughs> <laughs> so our, our lowest rated X-Men movie is X-Men Origins Wolverine at number 117, which we do have above both Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl and Sergeant Kabuki Man. Okay, that's fine. But yeah, we do have to decide. Is it better or worse than X-Men Origins? That is, uh, that is the question. Uh, it, I'll uh, never vote in favor of the Phantom or the Shadow. I mean, I think the potential for this movie was incredibly high. The potential, oh. yeah. The saga is, yeah. To it, miss, this is the brickest of bricks. They missed the net. They missed the backboard. They shot. In the, this is like an own goal situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, ugh. totally. I, it is. I'm looking. Uh, uh, to me, right we're of, we're in fan four stick land with this movie, which is like, down at one thirty four. Yeah, you're right. We are. Like Jonah Hex, yeah. Max Steel, <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm Superman I, 4. I'm seeing it. Um, All right, I, I'd i say below Superman 4. <laughs> uh, I would, again, I've said before, like, I, I would watch Superman 4 again for the fun of that's it. Fair. I, that's fair. I don't think I'd ever case, watch yeah. this. Yeah. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah, at least but I, I wouldn't. This there's no kitsch, there's no inside. I watched Fantastic before I watched this. At least Fantastic is crazy and awful. This is yeah. just awful. Yeah, that color was pretty bad. I, I used all the hate Max in my Steel. heart already for this movie. I don't remember Max Steel either. Oh, I Max just Steel remember one, Steel. It was a toy ad. Yeah, it was a toy. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. He had, there yeah. Was, and he had a little floating guy yeah. that. No, yeah. I, I have vague memories of it because it wasn't that long ago, but. That's the only Just reason, yeah. It's, it was still recent enough. Very forgettable. Yeah. Um, okay, so Tim Allen, right? Max Steele? No, no, no. Was another one? No, no. no that, that was, was um. No, that was that Sky was High. No, Zoom. no, not Zoom. Sky Zoom. High. Zoom. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, what about um, either between Superman and Toxie, or between Toxie and Fast Color? What do you think? Oh, Toxy Four, or between <laughs> Super Capers? Oh God, I don't. And know. all superheroes? I, that feels too low to me. Like it does too, because yeah, the yeah. Crow Wicked Prayer is just gloriously <laughs> terrible. Uh, I have a hard time putting Some anything below Son of the Mask. Yeah, Son of the Mask is like a hard and uh, fast. There was a rap in it. Oh, Son of the Mask, I hated in a in a visceral way. But um, yeah, I like. Yeah, just, I hate it for its own reason. I'm liking just below Superman 4 because 
it's the final failure of a franchise. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Right. Poetic. I like same it. With, and then Toxies, same deal. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do it. And this this had studio money. Superman 4 was a canon film. Yeah. Ex- yeah. 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 This was Fox, 20th Century Fox. How much? $200 million? This cost $200 and, million. And like I said, everyone came back. Everyone yeah. reprised their roles. Nobody backed out. Yeah. Um, it had producers behind it. It had money, writers. Yeah. And there wasn't a single performance that didn't have an element of being phoned in. Oh, like, God. Yeah. yeah. Every From single. awesome did, actors. Everybody did great phoning their roles in, but damn. Mm-hmm. I've never seen an entire cast of people. Sometimes oh, it man. felt like uh, Dennis Hopper in Pro Wicked Prayer. Like, we got him for six hours. <laughs> well, let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Speed Roll. read. Yeah. Just uh, everything. Just whatever you got, Dennis. Go. Yeah. <laughs> like, he didn't read the lines. It doesn't matter. We're moving on. <laughs> there are no lines. <laughs> just go. <laughs> yeah. This movie would have been better if they had just had the entire cast improvise. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, they would have hit every X-Men beat. Yeah. Yeah. A, oh, a child you, could. You're in a room doing this. Make it up as you go. Okay. And you're lined up as a team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Charles, you're mad at Eric for doing nothing. Go. X-Men are a metaphor. <laughs> so, all right. We're putting it at 137 out of 143. And that closes the book on Dark Phoenix, which means it's time to look forward to next week on Harmless Phosphorescence, where we will watch our 144th movie, Spider-Man Far From Home. Woohoo! Spider-Man. That's a fun one. Yeah, it is. Um, I, so, so, we only have one more X-Men movie, right? Yes. X-Men affiliated movie, which is the yes. development hell. Which nightmare. So wait. Did we already do? Yeah, we did Logan already. Yeah, we yeah. did. We did everything except New Mutants. That's the only. Which ex- I don't think is that bad if you haven't seen it. But I don't know. Yeah, I it's, it. it's they different. Fi- they introduced Lockheed and it was like plausible. <laughs> like, yeah. how are they going to get a dragon? But they did it. <laughs> so so anyway, yeah, it was more fun than this. That's for sure. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, yeah. A- a- Anya Taylor Joy or whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I could. I can and, watch uh, <laughs> Maisie Williams too. Yeah. Which, yep, uh, by the true. by the way, Spider Man uh, Far From Home was the final movie on our list when we started doing this podcast. Oh wow! That's that was the most recent film when we started doing this. Holy crap! Yep. So uh, that's that's the end of our original list. Everything after that has been added since. Wow! Interesting. Hmm. So uh, yeah, that'll that'll be fun. That's uh, that's and we only have what one, two, three. We only have three and a half non-COVID movies. The last one, the last one is a half because it was released March thirteenth, the day that COVID was announced. <laughs> Damn it! Which, which one was that? Bloodshot, the that uh, Vin Diesel movie. My oh. second, like my second favorite Dylan album came out on 9-11. That was terrible luck. Oh, yeah. And we bought it at midnight. <laughs> so we went to bed <laughs> and then it got weird. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, all right. That's it for this week, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us at Harmless Phosphorescence. This has been your host, Thrill Smiley, and I have evolved beyond this podcast. <laughs> You know what, HP? It's always the same with you. There's a breakdown and then a ranking and nobody cares. <laughs> I'm John Cece. Motherfucker. <laughs> they I'm do, Brian. they do. 
I'm Brian Lesh, and I'm not your little girl anymore. <laughs> You're still mine. I basically did everything. Uh, Josh yeah. did a little at the end, but... Uh, a little at the end. It, yeah. it was mostly all me. Alaric Lim. <laughs> yeah. When I think of Al, I think Quicksilver. Careful, yeah. Al. You get your legs broke saying something like Fast that. <laughs> to the point of... Uh, I love our podcast, and I'm glad it exists. For the record. <laughs> Thanks. I care. I wake up every morning praying for a solar flare. So, speak <laughs> All right, let's yourself. do the taglines again. New tagline. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys.